Hey everybody, welcome to the KF Podcast, the wrestling show. Is that yep. what we're, that's what we're calling it this week. Or it's always just going to be the wrestling show, and every week it'll have a new name. Mm-hmm. This week it's called What the Fuck. Not much on? happened this what week. What the fuck's going on in wrestling? Uh, thank you for listening. You stumbled across us here. Check us out, the KF Podcast, and uh, Pop Culture Week in Review. We got some shit on YouTube. Check us out on Instagram. Uh, TikTok, wherever you're at. Wherever you get your favorite podcast from, look us up there at DKF Podcast. But this is the wrestling show. This is our new streamlined wrestling show. We're not going to talk about yep. all the horse shit that goes on. And yep. just small amounts of the horse shit that goes on. Well, Monday Night Raw was the typical go-home episode now where whoever's fighting in the main event just beat each other up at the end of the show as they go off the air. I mean, I don't know how tired I am of Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley and Braun Strowman feuding. Um, I am not interested in it at all. Neither am I. I don't even... It's the title and I'm not interested at all. I like Bobby Lashley as a champion, but I'm so over him and McIntyre feuding. It's so boring to me. I don't know why Strowman has to be in it. Neither do I. Let, Let him be the next challenger. Yeah, be the next challenger... I'm they tired of these triple threat title matches where, oh, the champion doesn't even need to be involved in the decision. Over and over and over and over. Get they a new person. for the women's title. Like, get a new person to challenge Bobby Lashley. You know? I don't know who that is, but figure it out. Because they haven't voted anybody up. Figure it out. Bring Keith Lee back and let Keith Lee go out. Yeah, where's he? I don't know where the hell he's at. But you're right. The women are in a triple threat. The men are in a triple threat. Terrible. One of the things I want to focus on there, though, the start is Alexa Bliss as a first mm-hmm. topic. What in the hell is going on with Alexa Bliss? They're dragging it out too long to the point where I'm no longer interested. But what is the point of it? She, we're supposed to be speculating on who she's going to go after, I think. But they, they they give these clues, but then they, none of them like point to the same person. Yeah. So I don't think they know yet what they want to do. I was thinking about this the other day, and what I would do is if you really want to get this storyline over, I think Alexa Bliss should start doing a thing where not only she's after the women, but she goes after the men and starts like brainwashing people to her side. Okay. So, like, she gets a couple women to follow her. Like, Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke are pointless on that show. Mm-hmm. Th- their storyline is so boring. Take those two girls and all of a sudden they start acting like Alexa and following Alexa's rules, right? And then all of a sudden they start attacking the other women in the locker room. All right, Be- I can get behind that. Beating them up, doing something different. Then you take, like, your, you know, your your jobber level people that you have sitting around doing nothing. Same thing. Alexa starts getting towards them. I mean, what's their names? Are per- another great thing. You have T-Barn and Mace or whatever doing absolutely nothing. Right. Have her brainwash them. Call them her regular names, you know, and building mm. this sort of army of people that are all brainwashed, yeah. taking over the show, ruining the show to the point where like you have to start getting some of these guys together to fight and this would be a perfect opportunity where the fiend comes back and leads them to uh destroying her and and eliminating the threat you could do six months just Mm -hmm. with that yeah 
But they can't commit to a storyline for three weeks. They can't commit to months. a freaking storyline for a day. <laughs> I mean, honest to God, they change the storyline so fast. But she is really annoying at this point. Yeah, because nothing has happened. I mean, she comes out bleeding black blood with a crown of thorns on her head. And everyone's like, oh, shit, what's she going to do? Nothing. And now she's done nothing. She introduced a little puppet doll thing. Yeah. Like, those girls that were in the ring were so terrified. Like, she's five foot tall. She don't have anything special. Go up and beat her up. Yeah. You have Jackson <laughs> Baszler and all these big girls there. Everyone would have been like, get out of here. What are you interrupting our match for? We'll kick your ass. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's pretty pointless. Um, so the next topic, you want to talk about Umberto Carrillo? Yeah, he might be messed up pretty bad. What happened to him? He did a sunset flip bomb on Sheamus. Yeah. From inside the ring to to the floor, and he didn't get a full rotation, and Sheamus ended up landing right on his legs, and the speculation is because of how he landed and how his body reacted, that he might have broken his lower back. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. It's I don't know if you saw it, but it was it it looked pretty bad. So I'm hoping it's. I'm hoping that it's just a storyline and they got one over on me, but it, it looks pretty bad and I kind of feel bad for him because they're finally actually starting to use the guy. And he's pretty talented. He's young. So I, I hate to see Humberto Carrillo just like be done because of one one bad move. And when you say they're actually using him, do you really think they're using him for anything? I mean, he's getting a little bit of TV time, but I feel like that'll well, be... Well, that's more than they've done with a lot of young guys, so... yeah. Had a little feud going with Sheamus. Probably was going to eventually end up with the U.S. title. Maybe. But now it's it's looking like he might be hurt pretty bad. Wow. Yeah, I don't understand. I mean, I thought that guy was really talented. I don't know. He had a good look to him. I know he couldn't talk, but they don't know how to book people at all anymore. No. That Like I say every week on this show, they have a three-hour show where they showcase ten people. Yeah. Yeah. Every week. And it's the same 10 people. Same stuff over and over. They do the same shit over and over and over. Yep. Nobody there is creative enough to come up with anything new. Yeah. It's unbelievable because they have the best talent roster in the world. Yeah. You have all these different guys that you could use in different storylines and you just don't even try. Mm hmm. I guess because people are still watching it and they're getting all these network deals and people, you know, wanting them on their streaming services and everything. I guess. They're just phoning it in, it feels like, at least. They're getting billions oh. of dollars for all these deals. Oh, it feels they feel like they've been phoning it in for for years now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they get all these things handed to them, so they don't have to do much. That's why I would love for Dynamite to go on Monday nights. Give it a little competition. Mm-hmm. I think Dynamite's fans would stick with them, and it would just cause Raw to become better. Yeah, I think so. I just don't know if TNT would be willing to commit to that. Maybe as their ratings continue to climb, they'll, uh, they'll take a shot at it. I don't know. This hockey thing fell through, though, didn't it? The hockey thing is weird because originally with the hockey thing, the rumor why they moved um, NXT to Tuesday, is what the WWE said, was that Hockey was going to be on Wednesday nights on USA. Mm-hmm. So they moved it to Tuesday. Well, the NBC deal with hockey fell out. 
Yeah. So NBC's not having hockey anymore. Now, TNT might have hockey. Right. And if they get it and they put hockey on Wednesday night, especially playoffs starting next year, then what do you do with Dynamite? I'd put it on Monday. I don't think it would. I think that would hurt them. I don't know. Their fan base is pretty loyal. Yeah, but I'm not sure where their fan, fan base number is. Which would you rather watch live on a, on a, on a show? Like, if you had to pick a show to watch between Monday Night Raw and AEW Dynamite, which one would you choose to watch? Uh, I, I don't know. Dynamite frustrates me, too. but Dynamite's frustrating, but at least it's not the same cookie-cutter episode week in and week out. It's felt like that recently. <laughs> well, no, not to the raw level extent. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess I, I don't know. I mean, that would that would be a tough one. I mean, it probably uh, probably. I, I think I'd watch Dynamite live and watch Raw and fast forward through Raw. Yeah. Well, I mean, I fact, yeah, probably. Because you don't, like, Raw, you can kind of predict what's going to happen. Like, I knew exactly how it was going to end this week. Whenever MVP was talking to Braun Strowman, like, oh, he helped me out. I'll, you know, we'll take care of Drew McIntyre. And, of course, he laid them both out and threw somebody through something. It's yeah. just their their formula, how yeah. they end yeah. every go-home episode before a pay-per-view. Yeah. I think there's just a lot of youth that watches Raw still, too, kids that are into it. Yeah. And uh, that's where they get some of these ratings from. I don't know. We'll talk about the ratings down below hereafter, but it, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so another item that came up here, I don't know, on NXT on Tuesday, this one struck me the most was just because it was. I thought it was kind of strange. What do you think of next, uh, NXT's new group, The Hit Row? I like them. It's different. It's different. It's kind of, I think I find it funny that the the guy with the least street cred is the leader of the group. Who Isaiah Swerve Scott? Yeah, because it's like all these other people rattling off all their accolades and accomplishments, and he's like, "Oh, I'm Isaiah Swerve Scott." Yeah, <laughs> I like that they threw that Adonis guy in with him. I thought he was good. Yeah, he's a good he's good cannon fodder, and he's good uh, cruiserweight stuff too. I don't know why they had to give them stupid new names though. Yeah, especially when everybody knows who they all are. They already had new names, and then the football player guys, like, they call me Dollar Bill or Big Dollar or whatever he was. Or what was his name? I forget what it was already, but it wasn't good. Something Dollar or whatever. It's not good. But he's the he's the main guy on that A&E show where they're looking for... Uh... For treasures. Yeah. Yeah. And now, yeah, so people knew who he was, but now they're calling him... Big dollar or whatever. I'm like, uh, don't do these names. And then like the girl had a name, and then they're like, she had a, another dumb name. She seemed all of them seemed like they could talk okay. Yeah, they did. They did really well with the promo for sure. Yeah, I like them. I hope they do something with them. Yeah, NXT is probably the one show they will. Yeah. And also on NXT, how about Ted DiBiase being a recurring character? <laughs> I, I tell you what, I love those segments. I think those segments are... Oh, when they started doing that betting, I'm like, oh, D.V. going to be back there. I love how upset he gets that D.V. just there taking money off of him. I think it's great. Mm-hmm. Buying his properties. I enjoy Cameron Grimes a lot. His new uh, money gimmick is great. I think the money stuff is great. I think he's very entertaining. 
I like it's it. It's better than the zombie fighter he was a couple months ago, so... Yeah, the zombie shit that he was doing. Um, yeah, I, NXT had some... some I think that I think it's really funny. It's cool, Kyle O'Reilly. I don't know what they're doing with Kyle O'Reilly. Kyle O'Reilly was over as like yeah. breaking out from from the undisputed air. He was kind of like a dude that like didn't give a shit, like a badass. Why he's Orange Cassidy now? I have no idea. I don't know. I don't know what they're doing with him. He's cool, Kyle, with the sunglasses, skipping down to the ring to his dumb music. Like, go back to like the whole. <laughs> He's like an MMA fighter, like you know. Yeah. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know whose idea that was, but that's bad. Probably his. It makes him look bad. I went to an NXT house show a couple years ago, and he he came out as Cool Kyle. It was his birthday. Did he? <laughs> yeah. Cool Kyle. <laughs> it's the dumbest thing ever. I did think the uh, match was good with um, the the title match at the end. Yeah. Kushida's good. Those two guys can go. Yeah, I like the two out of three falls aspect of that, too. Yeah. I wish all title matches were like that. Yeah. It was good. It's an enjoyable show. It goes fast. Mm-hmm. I don't understand the ratings on it, but we'll get to that down here at the end. I don't know if people haven't found it yet or <laughs> haven't gotten used to that. Because I know for a couple weeks, like I've, I've been sitting there like, oh, wait, NXT's on. Yeah. So I'm not, just not used to it being on Tuesdays. Yeah. Um, One of our other topics we wanted to chat about, we'll chat about AEW last night, but we had, um, before we get to Miro and uh, his title win, um, <laughs> we talked about Blood and Guts last week and how I did not care for it. And, mm-hmm. and once again, everybody's like, well, this is how they'll write Jericho off for a while. And there he was. And he's back again the next week, right? And he's back yeah. again the next week. And you could see him hiding in the back because of <laughs> AEW piss-poor uh, production quality. You could see him sitting in there getting ready to jump out in that little car he was in. I guess Santana's legitimately hurt, though. Yeah. They had. I was listening to Jericho's podcast, and of course, he had to spill all the secrets about the uh, the blood and guts match on. And he said that whenever Santana fell between the cage and the ring apron, yeah, there was a chair sitting there, and he landed right on it. Okay, they're saying he's arrested right now. Yeah, they're covering for his injury. I don't know why he wouldn't just say he got injured in the blood and guts match. Wouldn't that be? Yeah. <laughs> Why is Jericho back? He took that huge fall, and then he's back. <laughs> and it was cardboard boxes. He confirmed that. Did he? Uh-huh. So I guess he went on there and kind of made fun of himself that he fell in a cardboard A little bit, yeah. He said he was scared to do it. He's like, he was afraid he was going to do it wrong. It was so bad. But so He said now one thing he had them do was put a little bit of a platform on the edge of the cage for him to stand on so he yeah. could kind of push off a little bit. Yeah. But they're like, don't push off, just fall. Because he's like, if you push off, you're, you might overshoot the pad. And end up in the stands. That would at least <laughs> look better. As Jim Carnett called it, poof. <laughs> <laughs> well, the way the angle they showed last night, it looked good. Yeah, they should have done that when you were live. And I also yeah. didn't realize that half of the Dynamite last week was pre-taped. And yeah, Tony I Car- guess... People were asking for refunds because they only got to see the one match. Tony Khan came out and was like, 
you guys are going to make noise, but this is all, but you're going to watch a video. And people yeah. like started booing, so he gave some people their money back. Uh-huh. I don't know. And then, I mean, it's so funny when Jim Cornette calls it. Jim Cornette said, this is just Jericho getting to do whatever he wants. I bet you we're going to have a stadium stupid stampede match at next. And what are we getting next? A stadium <laughs> stampede match. I mean, yep. just running through all these different matches you can get. And I, I, I don't know. I, I mean... I feel like Tony Khan sometimes they just do things that like, hey, the WWE did this once. It'd be cool if we do it. Shooting mm-hmm. shooting the bubbly is they're trying to do Austin when he shot the beer. Yeah, yeah. It didn't look as good. It looks stupid. Uh, I, 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 <laughs> One thing that I, I found humorous was uh, uh, Cash Wheeler's uh, white pants. Yeah. And you could see everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It was like a wet t-shirt contest. Yeah. They were really funny. yucking it up in the ring, like, falling down. I'm like, come on, he's not even hitting you. Like, He's overshooting <laughs> you, hitting the crowd on the other side, and you're falling down like you can't stand. <laughs> I don't know. It was, I, it was comical. They just redo old WWE skits, and they're like, oh, hey, look at this. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, it was genius. It was so good. <laughs> Now we're gonna get a stadium stampede, and you know, and you know that inner circle will win. They're not gonna disband them. I I don't like that they're doing another stadium stampede because that was a match that I don't think you can do better. Yep. Jericho loved it. He talked about how it was like his brainchild. Of course, he's gonna do it again. Yeah, but what made that match so good was all the personalities you had in it. Yep. I mean, you still have the, the personalities on the inner circle side, but who do you have with personality other than MJF on the other side? That's about it. I mean, you need that other, you need that other group to feed off of for that kind of... Yeah. But I get Maybe they'll take a totally different approach with it. Yeah, we're getting the same I think they're going to have to. Getting the same thing again. That's what I mean with them. They're rinsing and repeating with a lot of shit here, you know, what they, they do. You and you can't blame the pandemic anymore. Yeah, you can tell the format of what's coming up. Uh, what do you think about Cody going to fight a go-go at that pay-per-view? That was a good promo, but it, it no, got it a little was a good over promo. the top. Like, I mean, Cody's a great promo, of course. I was surprised no one interrupted him. You know who I thought had the promo of the night last night, though? Who? Darby Allen, leading into the uh, the title defense. Yeah, that was good. And I was like, I ain't never going to make him lose. You know? oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what made me mad, because knowing going into that that he was going to lose. I can't wait to see a go-go wrestle next week and see if he has any other moves than a waist lock and then a punch because that's all he did his first match. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know how that match... Cody will be able to pull it out of him. We'll see. But what happens? Does he just beat Cody and you're making a new star? Or is Cody just going to beat him then he's on to the next person he's feuding with? Well, that is the formula. That's Cody's formula. So then we had Darby at the end. Um... Yeah, I liked his little... That was a better video that he did than yeah. getting thrown down steps or putting put in a body yeah. bag. He's basically just calling Miro out for being a joke since he's been there. Yeah. And then Miro absolutely destroyed him. Yeah, well, they they played up that he was injured and all that stuff. A little too much, if you ask me. But Well, I thought the beginning of the match when... You know, the beginning of the match when he attacked him, I'm like, all right, we do, we've seen this. They do this. Brian Cage attacked Adam Page before, but it went on for like 15 minutes. Yeah. And and, at, and the referee's like, 
hey, Mira, please stop. I'm like, why haven't you called this match yet and been like, you're disqualified, get out of here. There's no way I'm letting this guy compete. Darby's mm-hmm. like half dead, and the guy's like, are you all right? Are you all right? Are you all right? And I'm like, of course he's not all right. He just got the shit kicked out of him. It went way too long. Way yeah. too long. I mean, when, when he had him, like, beat him up the first time and then threw him over the railing, I was like, all right, Darby's going to climb back in. Then he went outside the railing and started beating him up even more. I'm like, Jesus Christ. How are we supposed to believe that this guy can even compete, you know? Yeah, yeah. And he did a few of his crazy moves, like that running suicide dive that he does look good and all that, you know? Yeah, I mean, it was a decent match. It's just they were trying, they tried too hard to play it up like he was hurt. Well, Instead I mean, of letting Miro just legitimately beat him. Miro just fucking destroyed him. I mean, so much. I thought the match of the night was uh, Moxley against Yuji Nagata. That was actually not bad. I, I thought it was pretty good. I hate John Moxley's new song. I don't know why. <laughs> wild thing. Why? Why is he, why is he that coming doesn't out? Get me pumped at all. Why is he coming out the wild thing? <laughs> <laughs> now is that only maybe because he uses that in New Japan? I don't know. Or maybe is it Tony Khan bought another song. <laughs> that's we'll see if he has it next. That's week. a terrible entrance song. Yeah, because it's there's so many breaks in it. it, it I mean. Out of the generic music that AEW created in the beginning, I always kind of liked Moxley's music. It was yeah, per- it was one of the better ones. It was perfect for him. It's just gritty and grimy, and it's uh, just you know, there's no nothing flashy to it. It's him. There's barbed wire on the screen. Yeah, it's just this hard music. When like that came up, I was like, wild thing. Like, yeah, I laughed out loud. That's <laughs> so bad. But I and I I did enjoy that match. Yeah, and I enjoyed. New Japan can still go. I enjoyed seeing the after part of it. I never saw. I don't watch a lot of New Japan. Okay. So like when they bowed to each other and put the heads to heads and all uh, that, like that was neat. I thought that was neat. Red Narita got some TV time. I like that they should do and uh, Rocky Romero. Yeah. <laughs> they should do more of those New Japan matches on Dynamite. Yeah, I liked it. It was it was it was a different different thing for them, and I, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, they they haven't really been using Yuji Nagata that much in New Japan. So it's, they use him in like multi man matches and He's stuff. He's fifty three. So he did pretty good. Yeah, he just stood there and got punched in the face for real for most of it. But it was like he took it, you know. Yeah. But then you know a- a- after that was over, and then we go right back into that like, um, you know those guys are gonna feud him and Kingston still feuding with. The, you know, they just get beat up over and over by the... They trashed their locker room. See, that that made me mad, because it was SCU's send-off as a tag team, and we couldn't even let them, like, yep. have their moment. Yep. That, that pissed me off. Because, yep. that, I mean, those are guys that they could have gone other places, and they chose to go there, and then they, you know, they did that must-break-up stipulation, which they're probably going to stick to, because... Yep. And then they didn't even let them get their send-off. Yep. I didn't understand... I didn't understand that, that booking at all. I, I thought it was kind of a slap in the face. You're waiting in the ring for it, and I'm like, all right, we're going to see them obviously say goodbye and go their other ways with him bleeding and yeah. uh, just nothing. Yeah, we could get a locker room segment where they're throwing chairs. There's nothing in that. They didn't even trash anything. They just, like, made a mess. Yeah, they just, made it, they just dirtied it like they were a couple kids. Uh, you know, just dirtied it up. That's all they really did. At least did. break the Pepsi machine. Yeah. 
Yeah, but I, I thought SCU deserved a better send off than that. Yeah, I. Re- <laughs> SCU's whole thing that they're breaking up may, still makes no sense to me. I mean, <laughs> they're like, if we lose one more match, we're, we're, we're finished. But then they've been winning all of 2021. Like, you're on a hot streak now. Why are you going to quit after one match? That's a self-imposed rule yeah. that you put against each other. Mm-hmm. I don't really get it. Yeah. And I kind of think... They're trying to play off the flair thing where if he said if he ever lost a match, he would be, he would retire. Again, I think they do a lot of WWE angles. Well, they Matt Jackson even did the "I'm sorry, I love you" line. Yeah, yeah. Um, their match was okay, uh, but I I knew we were going to get a triple threat match with uh, Cassidy and uh, Cassidy yeah. got knocked the fuck out in real real in real life. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, he was really knocked out. You could tell. Oh, that. You, you could tell Pac was concerned. Yeah. Just the way he was kind of like looking at him off, you know, like when he didn't realize if he was on camera or not. Like you could tell he was legitimately concerned. Yeah. Yeah. That could be good though. But again, another multi-man match for a title. I hate them. Yeah. Triple threat. Uh, mm-hmm. So Miro's champion now. Yep, TNT champion. How long you think yeah, he'll probably have a lengthy reign? Probably. Miro's in really good shape. He is. He's good. I mean, I like him, but they haven't really done anything with him until now. Yeah, he's champion now. I like that he had the belt on his on his tights. Yeah. Oh, that was funny. Yeah. So we'll see. I hope he brings back the open challenge thing that Cody was doing. But Darby kind of started doing that again. Yeah, he was, but he was in, like he wasn't outsider, so it was just. Yeah. Looks like Archer is going to go after it though. Yeah, which would be two big beef slappers. Mm-hmm. Apparently, and Sting and Darby Allen will go fight Scorpio Sky in one of the pages. Yeah. <laughs> the other page is going to fight Cage, Page and Cage, at uh, Double or Nothing. Yeah. The Double or Nothing card's coming together pretty good. Yeah. I don't know if I want to watch an hour-long Stadium Stampede event, though. No. No. Because you're not going to be able to talk the last one, I don't You think. just saw those guys kill each other in, like, a no-holds-barred thing. It's it's just a thing. It's just war games outside when you're running around the stadium. They'll be I'd rather them get to that later. Like, do a series of, like, ma- like a tag match between FTR and yeah. Proud and Powerful. Yeah. And, or in a singles match between, like, Sammy and Spears. And Spears, you know? yeah. Yeah. Build up to it. Yeah, I don't like know why we exchange need... wins and then like, all right, well, we're gonna settle this now. We'll do it in Stadium Stampede instead of the second meeting being that. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand that booking. I don't, I don't know why we just watched them kill each other. Now it'll be like now they're gonna kill each other, but they can throw someone in the pool. Someone will run across the football field. They'll have to have football jerseys on. The yeah. match. It's just it's it has Jericho all over it. Is what it is. <laughs> Well, this worked once. People liked it. Like, yeah, because it was new. Yeah. But now we're going to do it again. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. If they can, if they approach it completely differently, because this one, the, the first one was more of a comedy show, like with the bell and all that stuff and Hangman at the bar. And, On the horse. Yeah. There's a lot of comedy stuff in there. So if they take this one like a serious route, maybe it would be good. Completely different, maybe, but I don't know. I don't have much faith in it. Yeah. 
this feud has not been good. It could have been. It was the, the start of it with the uh, the turn was was great. Well, you had to leave the bad guys off a little bit longer in two weeks. The good guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let the bad guys do some things. Yeah. Terrorize other people for a while. Gain some success. Be a little bit unstoppable. Maybe go after a belt, and then and then you show up and ruin them going after that belt. You show up and yeah. save the day, you know. And then build a little stuff that you would build up to a blood and guts. Mm-hmm. You know. But I don't know. Now we're getting Stadium Stampede two weeks after it. You know, like, here yeah. we go. And then we'll get a Hell in a Cell. <laughs> a week after that, you know. A casino battle royale. And a... Yeah, I don't know. I guess we should mention uh, SmackDown this week was the return of uh, Jimmy Uso. Yeah. Doesn't seem like he's fallen in line with the uh, with the group. Which I don't really like. I wish he just would. He will. Have the bad Usos tag team and go after belts and do stuff, you know. He'll he'll do something where and then he'll realize that he doesn't have a choice in the matter, just like Jay. I want Roman to have his empire, you know. Yeah, I'd like to see him add more from the family because all those guys are, you know, they're still doing stuff. Yeah, I wish he had. They put Tamina and Nia with him. Mm-hmm. And uh, Naomi. Yeah, do more with that. I don't want to watch the U- Usos who look just like each other fight. <laughs> Yeah, that's about the only thing of note from SmackDown that I remember. Yeah. Yeah, that there's everything. I don't even know if I made it through the whole show. My favorite thing of the week, though, was that it was Kenny Omega wearing all four belts on Impact. Oh, Christ. <laughs> he is so goofy to me sometimes with the yeah. things he does, you know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that made me chuckle. Like him and Don Callis, like you interrupt that match, you make it go to no contest, and you really think. I, I first of all, I'm so tired of Tony Schiavone. I never thought I would say this, but like, because I liked him before. But like his whole thing of I'm here to ask a question. Someone yells at him, and he like flips his hands in the air and drops the mic. Like, oh, yeah. I got yelled at again. Stop going and interviewing people. Then get someone else to do it. <laughs> Where's Marvez? <laughs> But then they're like, oh, Tony Khan said it's a triple threat. Like, the whole, I'm surprised it's a triple threat. Well, what did you think was going to happen? Yeah. I don't know. Kenny Omega. Yeah. Um. Oh, the Jade Cargill interview was classic, too. Yeah. Tony's going to finally speak to Jade Cargill. Of course, it's taped. There's no way it's live. <laughs> they're not letting her come out live one bit and, and, and say anything. And, and, and I love it again. She was like, they're like, hey. You know, this guy's after you, and this guy's after you now. I don't need anybody. I'm but like, I'll hear offers. But I'll hear offers. Like, <laughs> honey, you just said it again. <laughs> Do you hear yourself? I like her, but I have a feeling that she's not even going to get out of the box. I don't think she's able to talk without some script in front of her, and I think she's... Does she need to, though? Get her. Just get her a good manager already and book mm-hmm. her the right way. Yeah. Get her a mouthpiece that can talk for her. I've, I've never seen somebody look like her before. I know. You know, like, she has all the physical tools. Like, they don't need this goofy gimmick to go with it. I tell her what, I'd put her in the pinnacle. Yeah. And have, there's your people, you MJF can manage her. 
Mm-hmm. He'll talk yeah. for her. They'll do all we'll the talking. Talk. She can beat the shit out of women for them. Mm-hmm. And just be their badass. She would never really need to talk. Right. Wouldn't have to wrestle too much. You know. Right. Do a lot of like... She'd be like a female Wardlow. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah. That'd be a good. That'd be a good fit for her. It'd be easy to do. You have somebody like one of these girls come up and get an MJF's face, and then the next week he's like, you know, I got another bodyguard, and it's her. Mm-hmm. Just looking badass, looking cool. Yeah. Dressed up all nice, like she does. I think it'd be perfect. I wish you yeah. could see more women in these groups. Yeah, that's why I like the. Uh... Hit row because they have a woman in it. Yeah. In the way has women in it. You know, like NXT has it figured out. Yep. They should definitely do that with Jay Cargill. She's too green to be on her own and have to carry her own self. Yep. Then they can spin her out from it. Yeah. That's the whole point of stables. At least it used to be. And what's your thoughts on Double or Nothing's going to be full capacity there? Well. I think the more people that are getting vaccinated, we're going to see more stuff like this. I saw somebody comment and going, yeah, AEW beat Vince to it. I'm like, there ain't no fucking way Vince is going to be the first one to do that. Right, because if something goes horribly wrong. Billion dollar company, publicly traded company, there ain't no way. As soon as they got got people at a COVID outbreak, they were all over them last year. Why are they even still doing shows? What is wrong with them? And then they were like, well, AEW's still doing shows. No one's yelling at them. I, I believe on AEW, the, one of their talent referred to it as a sloppy show. Exactly. So, so. yeah, I mean, he's going to sit back and be like, our ratings are fine where they're at. Everything's fine where they're at. Yeah. You guys do it first. If everything goes well, yep. and there's not any like massive outbreak or any problems, then yeah, we'll start doing it. No way we're, yep. going, no way we're going first. No, WrestleMania was a pretty large crowd, and they seemed to be okay. But it seemed like they had a system down, though. Yeah, they had a system there, and they were spaced out pretty good. Mm-hmm. This is outdoors at Jacksonville Stadium. Yeah, it makes a difference. Yeah. And there you go. Hope, hope for the best. I like seeing crowds again. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. Never thought I'd miss wrestling fans. <laughs> we were watching I was watching uh, AEW with me last night and she, they were doing the this is awesome chant she's like I didn't miss that yeah because <laughs> I want to see how wrestling fans react to Roman now yeah they'll probably like him now yeah the head of the table mm-hmm. yeah well alright that's our show for this week folks yep where will Daniel Bryan end up no one knows. Home. <laughs> He'll go to AEW. All right. We'll talk to you next week. Later. Later.